day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the unshakable rock of Scripture? Well, welcome today. This is a brand new podcast day. It's also a podcast that I'm going to shift out of the the, uh, the 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 normal pattern with which I go through a series sometimes. And I need to take a break right at this point and pause for a moment. This podcast is being released on what is commonly called Ash Wednesday. Uh, particularly here in New England, you hear of a lot of people that are practicing this. And I thought it would be good for us to take a biblical view of what this is all about. You may or may not be familiar with it. Certainly, if you came out of a Roman Catholic uh, background, you're probably very familiar with it, or, or at least you, you, you've, you've uh, heard of it from time to time. And so I think it'd be good for us just to cast an eye to the Scripture and see and, and, and uh, measure this by the Scripture so that we might understand what it's all about. Let's talk about Ash Wednesday. Today is Ash Wednesday, at least when I'm releasing this podcast. Uh, and we note that uh, historically this is, within the Roman Catholic Church anyway, uh, this is the first day of the six weeks prior to Easter Sunday celebration. Uh, now, let me say that again. It is the first day of six weeks just before the day of Easter. Mainly, it's Roman Catholics that celebrate this. You may or may not be aware of that, although uh, in recent years, it has become kind of a thing in vogue that some uh, Protestants practice this as well, which is always kind of confusing to me, and it's probably because they really don't understand what it's all about. And so I wanted, that's another reason for doing this podcast. There are some Protestant denominations that celebrate it annually. Uh, oftentimes what you would do is you would go to the front of the sanctuary and the, the priest in the Roman church or maybe the pastor in the Protestant church would uh, draw a cross on your forehead with some ashes. Um, and it's called the first day of Lent. And Lent, uh, of course, is uh, a day is a season of fasting and penitence in general, as a means of cultivating the favor of God. Uh, I think the intentions for intentions for many people on Ash Wednesday are real. They, I think, are, are good-hearted about what they're trying to do. But I hope we understand today that you can search the Bible from cover to cover and you'll never find any mention of Lent uh, or any explicit, you know, uh, teaching about what it stands for. Uh, and actually, if we really want to be clear on this, the Bible explicitly prohibits some of the ritualistic behavior of Ash Wednesday. That's why I don't practice that, and most Protestants, if they're uh, faithful to their Bible. So, Ash Wednesday, the purpose of it is to kick off the first day of Lent by painting this cross of ashes on your forehead. And I think, quite frankly, that this practice contradicts the biblical design for what fasting is all about, because Lent is supposed to be a time of fasting, uh, a time of, of uh, giving up certain luxuries that you have in life. And I'll talk about that in just a moment. But do you remember what the Lord said in Matthew chapter 6? Uh, basically, our Lord was teaching his disciples, and he gave them some important principles regarding this Christian discipline of fasting. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 16, he said, Moreover, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, 
that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, meaning you individually, when you fast, when thou fastest, anoint thine head and wash thy face, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy Father, which is in secret, and thy Father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. So essentially, this is what I've taught also for many years from our own pulpit, and that is that uh, fasting is not to be a public or corporate thing that the entire church body engages in, but rather fasting is a spiritual uh, Christian discipline that is primarily designed for you as an individual to abstain from the nourishment of a meal and take that time instead to go before the Lord and to, in private, bear your soul and be transparent with Him and cry out to Him and, and, and lay before Him a matter of great concern to you, whatever that matter might be. It, it has no nothing connected with encouraging you to make a public spectacle out of yourself. Isn't that what Jesus just taught in this passage? Uh, that it, it wasn't a mainstream thing where you would go around and display the fact that you're fasting and you're sad and you're broken and you have a real burden and heaviness on your shoulder and so you're fasting and you want the entire world to know about it. Because in fact, the way the Roman church practices this in some Protestant churches, you do become a spectacle. It becomes a, a public observance of something in your life and it's really an affront to that private time that you ought to have with the Lord. And so it was common for the Pharisees to practice that righteousness before everybody that would see them because they, they were not even regenerate. Uh, but true believers who are practicing fasting, and that's certainly a legitimate practice today, but you're doing so and you know that you have no self-righteousness, but you're coming before the Lord because of this, uh, this heaviness that's on your heart and you want to share your circumstances with the Lord and cry out to Him. And so this has more, the, the, the common practice today of, of Ash Wednesday is is something that's just not in accord with what the Bible teaches regarding the biblical Christian discipline of fasting uh, and of setting aside that time so that only God knows the concern and the brokenness in your heart. The time that I would normally be having a meal and nourishing my body, I abstain from in order to tell, go to the Lord during that time and share with Him how heavy this is and how much I need him to intercede on my behalf. Uh, and it's not for the entire world to see and try to display my own self-righteousness in my works. This is what Jesus is emphasizing. Now, also, don't misunderstand here. The Lord is not uh, prohibiting the observance of a special day or something of that nature, even when it's not explicitly told, we're not explicitly told to do that in the scripture. But it, it is telling us to avoid any ritualistic practice that may be the appearance of our trying to, by our good works, get any favor with God. And in, by and large, that's exactly what Lent is all about. And so that's how it's developed to this day, that every February or March, depending on the calendar, Ash Wednesday kicks off the first day of Lent. And it is a time of six weeks where you're grieving and remorseful over your sin. 
it is observed by the Eastern Orthodox and Anglicans and some high church Lutherans and Methodists. Uh, and in recent years, some others have adopted it. But let me just suggest to you in closing today, there are several reasons why I believe that this is not in keeping with what Scripture teaches. First, I already gave to you that fasting is really not a corporate activity. It's an individual activity. It's that that when you go before the Lord, uh, that you are fasting as a believer, as a discipline for the purpose of drawing personally closer in union with God. I would suggest to you also, fasting is not going to gain you any favor with God. Uh, This goes hand in hand with works righteousness. Uh, Many who observe Lent today believe that by doing so, somehow they're going to get favor with God, that he's going to look on what they're doing, what they're abstaining from, and that's going to earn them points with the Lord. The fact is, that is true, especially in the Catholic Church. But the tradition has kept into some, crept into also some evangelical circles as well. So I would encourage you that this is not the case. There's only one way to gain favor with God, and that is to be covered by the shed blood of Jesus Christ and forgiven, turning from your unrighteous works and turning to Christ alone. That's the only thing sufficient to forgive you. And I would suggest another thing about Lent and Ash Wednesday, that the modern practice of giving something up is unbiblical. Fasting in the Bible uh, is the practice of giving up nourishing food, something that your body relies on for life. The practice of giving up something necessary and life-sustaining really does cause us to focus on God and rely on Him entirely. Now, it is commendable that we would give up certain luxuries or things that, you know, that's what Lent is practiced on most of the time. And it's commendable that you get rid of all the weights and the things that weigh down your spiritual walk. I don't know what it would be for you giving up television, giving up your smartphone or video games for six weeks. But that's not what Jesus had in mind when He taught the disciples. Uh, and then I'd also note for you that Lent is, is literally a tradition that does not come from the Bible. It's not prescribed in the Bible. And to do so in order, again, to gain favor with God becomes idolatry if you're not careful. Uh, I would suggest to you also that spiritual discipline uh, is not limited to just one. There are some people that they religiously keep the season of Lent, but yet the rest of the year they live in complete unconfessed uh, uh, circumstances of their sin. Um, you can't just practice <laughs> this kind of uh, fasting six months out of the year and uh, it, uh, it, it, it it be uh, all that you do for the 12 months. And so I want to encourage you to practice the spirit of what we're talking about today. We're continually, we are called to continually, steadfastly in prayer and thanksgiving, according to Colossians chapter 4, verse 2, to devote our entire lives to God at all times. You remember that's what the Apostle Paul said in Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20. I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. That's the kind of surrender that God is looking for. So in this season of Lent, In this season where oftentimes people are saying, this is a six-week time for me 
to uh, have remorse and brokenness over my sin. Let's make that a daily occurrence where we're always sensitive to the moving of the Holy Spirit in our hearts. And I want to encourage you that that's what it's all about. Uh, Fasting is not a means of of finding favor with God. It is a means of saying, I know that I only have have favor through the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, this is a heavy weight that's on me. I want to confess my sin and come back to you. And I want to walk in obedience to your word. That's what every believer ought to be, how they ought to be living their life. God bless you today. Walk in obedience to him. You don't need ashes to be obedient. You just need broken repentance. God bless you. Walk with Christ.